me. <laughs> we still have the most backwards thing because whatever we do it, it seems so bad to me. And then I always look at you to like, to com- I give you a commiserating look and you go, huh? <laughs> I know you always, you always look like we fucked up everything, but I always look excited. To me, it sounds like close enough. Perfect. Perfect. That's it. That's all we want. Close enough. Close enough. Hey, Katie, what's up? Hi, buddy. Um, you know, life is happening. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of You Should Check Out. We are in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a bad mood. We're very happy to see each other. because We, we haven't love each s- other. We love each other. I'm happy to finally be talking to you because this has taken some rescheduling because, you know, life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. Taxes and whistleblowers. <laughs> <laughs> but, so Taxes, I, whistleblowers, COVID, uh, uh, shitty houses, you know, everything. Every goddamn thing, including <laughs> me losing my fucking ear, uh, uh, headphone charger. So this episode, uh, uh, we're so just to set the tone for this podcast, we're not in the best moods. And we're trying to improvise some recording techniques. So we're going to just do our best because I don't have my earbuds. So in order to decrease the echo of recording, I'm in the next fucking world. <laughs> and cat. And so I'm and cat. My laptop is half muted and I'm at max distance with my microphone. So I'm going to be reading my lips, uh, reading her lips, which in a way might. <sighs> Everything okay, cat. Uh, just before we get started, really, everything about this is cursed, including my topics, because I'm going to uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do our prevamp as normal. But before we get into the topics, because I believe I'll go first when we were when we when we go. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I so I started doing research for my topic and then started having like real ethical problems with what I was doing. And oh, so boy. I'm going to be doing two micro ones. Oh, boy. <laughs> but that's that's for later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say, however cursed this recording is or everything has been the last couple of weeks, your uh, man bun looks really good. Is there? I really. Hold on. Let me. Uh, I, wonder if, I, I found the new way I like to do my hair. One second. Okay. The w- Show way me. I like to do my hair now. Ah! Oh, oh no! Okay, your hair is like lo- uh, brown, long brown, and like shoulder length, or past your shoulder. Just so I'm shoulder. painting. I yeah, like past do, your shoulder. I like to do the half bun. Okay, so a I, half well, pony. Bun, I like to do like like a half ponytail. So mm-hmm. I tie that back, and then everything below it, so the ponytail tucked behind the ear. So it's kind of like Elven Rangery. Yes, you look very. Um, what's his name? Aragon. Aragorn. Aragorn. Yeah, this, this is the way I like to do it now. That's the way I like yeah. to do it now. You look very Aragon, but you, I like both looks. But you, the bun was really suiting you. I feel it. Yeah, I vibe it. I just like this is very Game of Thrones because I'm on. I'm on. Oh, you look like Ned Stark. I do look like Ned Stark. You I've do. been. This you is look my like Sean I found at work, my favorite thing, because do you know, uh, well, there's a YouTuber, AltShiftX, who does, like, the best uh, Game of Thrones, The Song of Ice and Fire breakdowns on YouTube, and I yeah, found I... that he's been doing a chapter by chapter of all the books, so yeah. I've just been listening to that all the time, so I've, I am on the biggest Game of Thrones, because I finished reading the the prequels, the prequel book, Oh, uh, Fire and Blood, which was amazing, and now I'm reading, um, I'm reading the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. Oh, wow. So good. Really yeah. digging it. And then I'm going to read Dune. Oh, just in time um, for the movie. No, I'm not going to see it. You're not going to see the new movie at all? No, I don't think so. At all? You're not You're not even curious? Uh, I'm, I'm like a little bit curious, but maybe it's because I think it was just a bit of um, – by coincidence, I watched. There's this YouTube video that was a great YouTube video. It's it was a parody of all movie tra- of what movie trailers are now, and it was yeah. 
picture perfect. Like, oh my god, this is what all movie trailers are. And it, was, it, it but it even felt like such an exaggeration. And then like the day after I saw that, the Dune trailer came out, and it was like unironically. Like frame by frame, <laughs> line by line, what the parody was, and it made me sick. And and one thing that I think I want to do is like similar to Game of Thrones because I started reading the books after I saw the show, mm-hmm. and I think it'd be kind of cool to have to read the books or uh, mm-hmm. to read the books and then not see the the yeah. But yeah, I don't know because uh, I I'm, I don't have any personal connection to Dune, and the trailer just looked like movie the movie. So, eh, who knows? <laughs> yeah, this is fair. I mean, yeah, trailers are, they just, they, they know the formula and they they make it to them, you know? They really do. A mutual friend of ours is currently reading uh, Game of Thrones. I think now he's on the third one. And I remember, I think, when Game of Thrones was ending, like, the TV show, he was on that uh, that youtube channel alt shift x a lot yeah it's this guy with like a really soft voice and like lots of good game of thrones art beautiful buttery uh like he's the best voice i listen um when i can't sleep i put on his videos just to fall asleep too yeah Yeah, yeah. he he lulls he kisses you on the head with 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 his (laughs) voice he really does i remember trying to like being there and watching them and a lot of the times falling asleep because he was just so soothing oh yeah but he should be. Uh, most people consider the third book their favorite. I love it, but I think I like the fifth book is my favorite. But I love the third. I love them all. I, th- I think the third one is the one he's on now. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, in terms of the TV show, that's like the one with like the red wedding and Oberyn's duel with the mountain and all the yeah. good stuff. All and the, the Hound stuff. and Arya, a lot of juicy shit. This is a Game of Thrones oh, podcast, yeah. right? Can we do that? <laughs> yeah, it is. I this is a Star Trek and a Game of Thrones podcast. Don't you tease me, woman. Don't you tease me, woman. <laughs> we'll just have smaller. How many corners do we have now? We have uh, Callback Corner. We have Monkey Business. We <laughs> have <laughs> we have a Game of uh, Star Trek check-in. Star Trek check-in. And uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll talk them all real quick. Uh, Voyager underrated monkeys. Uh, since we the, 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 that new monkey drop that everyone's obsessed with, it's like that weird like Skeletor monkey. It's like bright orange, but it has like no nose. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's every well. Okay, <laughs> I keep thinking it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. But it's on the it, monkey but it's forums. everywhere on my thing. So there's a hot new monkey that's out, and I like Star Trek Voyager. Gonna, how am I gonna Google that hot new monkey? New y- monkey? yes, hot new monkey. Uh, it literally one of the one of the Google things is new monkey just dropped. I know it's because it's true because I haven't seen this fucking monkey. It's like it's like um I'm, I can't remember what it's called. It's it's like called like it's like a how it's a specific kind of howling gibbon. But it was like this weird frog monkey that has like this neck pouch that it just loads up sounds. And I was like, what did this monkey get released? What the fuck? Are you looking at the Skeletor monkey? Oh my god, I am not understanding. Is it this? Yeah, that's the boy. He doesn't look real. I know. He looks like a Muppet. That is not a real monkey. That's wild. Oh, boy. A new species of monkey, Trachypithecus papa. (laughs) Papa? Papa has been discovered by scientists in Myanmar. Secluding themselves in the wild, they have white circles around their eyes and their fur is a trendy granny gray. Who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> a very horny person. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, but this is this is the monkey they're talking about. Why is that one orange? Why was the other one orange? I don't know what that monkey is. I don't like that one. I could give a shit about that one. Kidding, I still <laughs> love it. Wow, I didn't know that you could still discover new monkeys. I know, it's crazy. Monkey. Other than that, like you're okay? You're healthy and alive. We both had COVID scares. That was fun. Yeah, we did both have COVID scares. I didn't do it. <laughs> and then I, I, I can't, it's so frustrating. Like when I, I feel like I was a patsy for a COVID scare. Thank God I didn't get it. Cause I, the, 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 the week I came back to Ontario, everyone I knew had a COVID, like, well, not everyone I knew. One of the, one of the persons I saw got mm-hmm. COVID and then. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of shit went down, and, I'll, and it would just happen to be the day that I saw him. So everyone was yeah. looking at me like, "You got COVID," but I didn't. I didn't. I know. COVID. I was. I was like, "Wow." I was. Uh, I don't want 
want to say surprised, but yeah, I was surprised that you didn't. <laughs> that had eaten. COVID couldn't give me if it fucking tried. Don't say that. It's not gone. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> COVID couldn't get me if it tried. It's trying, but it's knocking on your door. That's why we have locks, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just before this, what put us in like a bad mood was just us telling each other um, the shitty things that are going on and like taxes and like paying bills and the government. The government that just <laughs> fucked me. The usual like, like, things. I, I said, I, I, essentially, Jason got fucked. And, and he's <laughs> just waiting for the government to realize it fucked up and then apologize and send me a lot of money. Yeah, to just throw money at you and uh, make you go away. Make God did better. I never thought I'd be complaining about taxes on my podcast. <laughs> I really am a straight white man. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you got to lean into your brand. Oh, God. They wouldn't have me. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, like, I, I, like I, I'm, I'm too woke to get along with any straight white men, but I'm not woke enough yeah. to, to be walking anywhere else. <laughs> oh, man. All right. But I think on that note, I think uh, I, I might proceed with my... I'm. This might be brief. That's <laughs> fine. I, Mine I also. As I mentioned before, brief. I felt real. I think you're. You'll know the. I think you'll know my topic that I'm gonna do. Okay. Because I've been sending you things all week about this. <gasps> okay. Um, you should check out. Yeah. The tragic life oh, and no. story oh, no. of Tila Tequila. Oh my god. Tila Tequila. <laughs> I'm you know what's really funny? I almost after you sent me that stuff, I was like, should I talk about Tila Tequila <laughs> for when we record? Imagine if we both I would talk about love her. if we both did Tila Tequila. Cuz <laughs> um uh, but side note cuz one thing I like about <laughs> one thing I like about this story is I forgot about Tila Tequila for a while cuz like as we'll get into later, uh, throughout the years, I I had known that she had gone pretty crazy, and and that that's what like okay. But actually, before I go even further than that, the reason why I I, I started feeling bad about this is because this is a mentally sick person, mm, mm-hmm, and I started mm-hmm. to feel bad about it. And the reason why I'm gonna continue to do it <laughs> is because I didn't have time to do a new topic. <laughs> And I think it's just it's it's horribly morbid, but it's just it's so significant and representative of how unique this time we live in is the downfall mm-hmm. of Tila Tequila and everything. And, and I think just go in with an open heart and. Yes. And go and uh, check. I want you to check her out, understanding that she that <laughs> that it's <laughs> mental sickness, mm-hmm. and it's tragic. Yes. But I'm gonna be saying crazy when we r- record this because it's fucked. So yeah. <laughs> so I, essentially, there, uh, what I was gonna say before, I forgot about the tequila, but I'd always known that she had kind of gone crazy, alt right, Nazi, QAnon, flat Earth. I'd always mm-hmm. heard that stuff going on about her, but I haven't thought about her for like ten years or whatever until I was at work at the porn factory, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, one of the tequila's uh, sex tapes came up at work. And I was like, oh, my God, Tila Tequila. I forgot about her. <laughs> and then I oh was like, God, hey. like, oh, my God, girl, hey. <laughs> and then I, and then I was watching the I, I was watching the sex tape for work. Yeah, I got it. And then uh, so then I said, like, what is she doing now? So I go to Google and the first thing that came up is she doesn't go by Tila Tequila anymore. No. Her name is Tornado Ten. Tien? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Tien. Bosh- Tien. I, I think Tien. Yeah, so she goes T-H-I-E-N, by right? Yes. It goes by Tornado Tien now. Mm-hmm. Um, and because what I didn't really know, at least how heavy it was, she is uh, 
beyond born again uh, evangelist. Mm-hmm. And I'm sending you her Instagram, and I think if 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 what I talk about, I'm gonna go into her YouTube later, which is the true sadness, because that's why when I was on her Instagram, I was having fun. I was like, oh my god, I love to talk about her on on this podcast. It's so fucking crazy. But then I saw her YouTube, and it's sad. Oh no, I didn't know she had a YouTube. Oh, channel. cat, does she have a fucking YouTube? Oh, it's she god. uploads to it about every five hours. And mm-hmm. it's madness every time. But oh god! Um, if you want just a fun time, go on Instagram. Look at Tornado Tien because she's not alone on Twitter for being hard banned for Nazism. <laughs> but I think before oh we go into that, I'm going to do a brief history of Tea the Tequila. Yeah. This is uh, Tea the Tequila abridged. So, um, uh, so uh, Tea the Tequila, that's her stage name because of... Um, I think she's allergic to alcohol. So when she was a kid and she'd get blasted, she would just get super red in the face. So so her friends just call her Tila Tequila. Doesn't matter. But that's where that name came from. Uh, she's a South Vietnamese she would daughter. Get, like, she would get like red in the face, like the yeah. Asian flush. Oh, I guess you said it. <laughs> but I think but, like, allowed hard, to say like it. a hard flush. Oh, so like even more so. Because mm-hmm. that's technically what that is, is that there's a level of like of an allergic reaction. You see it in yeah. anime because uh, uh, that, that's what they show drunk people in anime. They all are super red face and blushed in the cheeks. Yeah. Uh, so uh, she's South Vietnamese daughter of, refu- of, of refugees um, who, and she ended up growing up in Texas and she supposedly has had a normal upbringing as a child, but sources differ. <laughs> Which Supposedly. is going to be a recurring theme with Miss oh, Tequila. Boy. Is yep. her story does not add up. Um, but eventually, when she she had a uh, rebellious teenage p- uh, period where apparently she was kicked out of the house. Apparently, she was a victim of a drive-by shooting. Oh God! Apparently she ran away to New York. She might have had a miscarriage. But all of this <gasps> has been confirmed and denied, and confirmed and denied, and double. It's 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 enigmatic. Um, but this is what I like about her story is because when, when you hear what, uh, I think most of the people covering Tila Tequila on, on YouTube are young gay boys and they love her. <laughs> like, like they, yeah. they love the energy or whatever. So whenever I would read this, whenever I would be reported by this next part, they would read it as a really great thing. But to me, I don't think it's a good thing. Is that she was discovered by Playboy talent scout at the mall when she was 19 who offered her a nude modeling job. And they were like, and it all went up from there. And I was like, that's not good, bro. (laughs) Like, that's gross. (laughs) Like, he just found her at a mall. It was like, you want to get naked? And she's like, oh my God, yes. (laughs) Do you want to get naked and put it to film? Huh? (laughs) Huh? Um, and then after she started her nude modeling, she did a bunch of Playboy spreads. Because um, uh, she's and she's very pretty. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And, and then, but then she started doing the normal uh, model route. Did car shows. Did uh, uh, Playboy. And then she went to move to Cali to be, start her music career, where she wanted to be like more in the rock scene at the time. Mm-hmm. And this is what fall. what year like early 2000s this is 2003 at this point okay in 2003 she um joined myspace and um <laughs> and what i found out she joined my and this is this is an interesting factoid it kind of predates because there's a lot of, like this is she was who she was the whole time because she joined yeah. myspace <laughs> she joined myspace she was because she was. she was banned from friendster <laughs> Oh wow! So that's what she was, but banned from friends. But at the time, she was the queen of MySpace. She had 1.5 million followers on Jesus. MySpace, which in 2003, unheard of. Yeah, and I think the way she put it is like uh, in MySpace way, which when they when they when she blew up, she put it as like, yeah, there's a bunch of hot chicks online, but what makes me different? I write back. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and like apparently because and she made like apparently it was she kind of ran it similar to and this is when when you watch a lot of videos in a weird way in a sad way tita tequila was kind of ahead of her time because she was like the original clout chaser um mm-hmm. 
one of the earliest uh, influencers. And, yep. um, and, and the, she kind of ran OnlyFans in a way that is similar to uh, – ran MySpace in a way that's similar to OnlyFans because yeah. what, she, what she did, she, know, she knew that she could get a bigger following if she made a personal connection with people that followed her. So she yeah. would, like, call them. Wow. And so that, and then she blew up, got $1.5 million. And then one thing, if I, I feel followers, like, not dollars, <laughs> she unlocked $1.5 million <laughs> no, followers. Um, and I think you, if, if you want, if you just want to have a, so I think there are tiers from what you should check out. If you want yeah. to just have raw fun, Mm-hmm. Just you can watch her, her YouTube, her music videos. They're just fun because she, she, she released yeah. her single "I Love You" um, mm-hmm. in around two thousand six, two thousand seven, and then in two thousand seven, what we all came to this podcast for oh, a God. shot at love with Tila Tequila. Do you remember yep, the show? That's that's what I know her from. Like yeah. I was just about to say, like it's so funny thinking back and looking at her and seeing her as like Asian representation in the early 2000s because that's genuinely like what I saw her as. (laughs) I was like, this girl is like, it's it's not my vibe, but I see a familiarity (laughs) in her. It's something. (laughs) And here's what, here's what, here's how you could spin it is it was something different. It was it was yeah. a diverse way to view it, uh, an Asian person on television because before it was just like you have a laptop or you're really smart or you're yeah or you're the quiet science scientist extra. This she's like yeah. no, we can be bimbos and we can be yeah loud. exactly yeah yeah and, um, we can be but, trashy and loud and uh, cr- uh, crass and all of the things and, and do party like, new photo shoots yeah party girl yeah. 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 So, uh, but to those of you who don't know, God bless you. Um, <laughs> but the the premise of a shot of love with tequila is fifteen of the worst guys you will ever meet in your entire life are uh, versus fifteen <laughs> of the <laughs> loudest girls you'll ever experience. Um, but the, uh, versus each other because surprise, surprise, tequila opens. The episode by saying, "Guess what, bitches? I'm bisexual." Oh so god! So the show is a bisexual dating contest where 15 men compete against 15 women at her love. Which you know what? They should bring that back, but with just less human diapers. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe not but, not 15 men and 15 women. That's a lot. 30 people, 31 yeah. people in a room. And you have to pick, and, no, and ma'am. And and they all get violent. They all fight, and it's just a fucking nightmare. And they all lived in a house, right? Yeah. God, those and houses. And, Every and time compete. I think of those houses, mm-hmm. I just think of how disgusting they how are. Fucking foul. Um, but uh, one of uh, I think one of the strongest examples of of. Of Tila Tequila being an unreliable narrator in the story is <laughs> um, in her own in her own story. <laughs> yes, because one of the things that that happened because uh, um, in the first season a guy won the show. Um, allegedly, mm-hmm. at the time, um, uh, Tequila uh, at the uh, in 2007, Tequila said that she didn't want to choose him. She wanted to choose the woman runner-up, but the show made her choose the guy. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so they, they say that and then uh, then the show ends and then Tequila and him they never they don't it's it's, it's bullshit they don't actually meet after the show like, like the guy was saying like yeah I left they didn't give me her number or anything I just I just went home so I was like damn they're like, bro they're like packing up all of the equipment and he's yeah. like so like where did Miss where did Miss Tequila go like is she in her trailer like should I go meet her and they're like well what do you mean? Who? And then they leave? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they literally just they smoke bomb him. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, that's very funny. Um, And then <laughs> 2009 uh, comes around. And mm-hmm. this is another one of the unreliable things. Because the story at the time was in 2009, um, uh, a sex tape was being held against Tila Tequila's will. Ugh. Ugh. 
But you, I understand. I am calling. I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry to say this We believe women on this podcast But as you know Tila Tequila Is an unreliable narrator I call the phoniest Of balonies on that claim Because For uh, for one The second uh, She released her second sex tape Shortly after that Which couldn't be Which couldn't be more like Yeah this is going to be released. But the one that was apparently held against her will couldn't be more professionally shot, lit, casted, and produced. You know what I mean? Really? It, it, really? Because you can find both of them on Pornhub.com. <laughs> or X video or anywhere else. I don't know. Um, yeah. But when you watch them, they're not like... Because they, you know, like the Paris Hilton one or like the Pamela Anderson one. Like they're, Oh, they're, they're not like... like- they're like sex tapes. They're people that made something for their own. This mm-hmm. is uh, hers are literal porn shoots. Yeah, sex productions. Yeah, and because yeah. and I, I I stand by. I think because you don't when when you say it's for private viewing or you have no intention to get out, you don't get mics and you don't get professional lighting, <laughs> and you don't cast like other well known professional porn actresses. And oh, do boy. and have clearly a porn director, and clearly oh, have wow. someone directing it. I yeah. don't know, but so it was all for her personal use. Yeah, all for her personal. All use. of it. No one's all of it. All all of the production was all for the production. Use. And then and then also and then immediately after that, she just releases a porn with a porn producer, and then wins the best celebrity sex tape award. That like so it's like, <laughs> but but again, like it works. It, if saying and if saying it was a scandal promoted it that's what you gotta do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah sex tapes you should that's check good out. marketing babe that's what 100%. that is <laughs> and then this is and we're about one more note until shit goes completely sour oh god okay um do you know who she was she who she was engaged with honestly no i knew she was but i can't remember for the life of me she went on one date with the Johnson and Johnson heiress, Casey Johnson. <laughs> she went on one date with her, and the two announced their engagement together. Oh my and, god! And this is and this is another one when I watch the YouTube videos of just like of just the very precious boys talking about her. Just like, and honestly, at this time, they seem so happy together, and it seemed like oh, Tina Tequila man. might finally have some good in her life. I was like, dude. You you just said one date and every and every video you see of them together they're just bombed out of their fucking mind. Oh god! <laughs> like they're literally oh. like be like they might as well be like held to get like held up by like uh, uh, marionette strings because they're, oh, they're barely standing up. Um, oh god! But, oh yeah, this was if this was like two thousand nine. That's like club, the the height of like club club going like amongst those celebrities you know when you you would take uh, uh, the paparazzi photos of like britney spears and Lindsay lohan and paris hilton and stuff this yeah this was this was the the pretty much the peak of it but yeah um tragedy struck when um a few months after their engagement casey johnson died (gasps) oh Uh, Casey Johnson uh, had diabetes and wasn't taking <gasps> medication and then died of uh, complications due to diabetes. Oh my God. And How this, old? Uh, in her 20s, I think, or maybe like <gasps> 33, maybe like early 30s. Oh no, that's um, terrible. Yeah. And so, and, and, yeah. And then after that, um, uh, to the tequila, she started like going really down the hole started abusing drugs a lot more because she was addicted to prescription drugs and she started doing more clout chasing like she started doing fake suicide attempts oh, fake no. miscarriages oh just try, no and really started to slip and then at one point she blamed one of her fakes um oh hold on let me see this Oh, uh, she blamed one of her fake suicides on one of her all um, separate personalities named Jane. Oh no! And this is, and then she, I think she since uh, in her YouTube, she since dismissed Jane as saying Jane is just an agent of the devil. But 
Oh, she has, in one of her uh, one of her songs, um, I can't remember what it is, but and and there in Jane pops up in the lyrics of some of her songs, and it kind of makes you raise an eyebrow to it. Oh, I have goosebumps. I don't like that. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, <laughs> it's pretty creepy. scary. But um, yeah, and now things just get worse for her. She she gets dropped from celebrity <laughs> rehab. Sorry, oh, no. Dr. Drupinski. Uh, she goes to uh, a famous video. She goes to perform at a Juggalos concert and just gets pelted by debris and garbage from the audience. Oh, terrible. Um, and then uh, this is the worst thing. She was hospitalized for two separate things. She okay. had a drug overdose. And oh, ha- and this is one of the saddest things. And this was the, uh, and th- now we're going to get to the point where like this, you'll start to see why. I was having some dilemmas about whether or not to do it because she had mm-hmm. a brain aneurysm. Oh no. And, um, cause she was, she was always unhinged before, but after this brain aneurysm, something, she was never the same after this. So after she was released from the hospital, um, she just, she claimed that she was going to convert to Judaism oh, and then started okay. taking big, uh, asterisks on this or big allegedly started taking attending classes in temples to be to convert to Judaism which as we'll learn later was is weird move <laughs> um, then she then she started a YouTube channel where she started claiming that she has superhuman powers and that she can create energy orbs and then just started posting crazy shit on Twitter because she is uh, conspiracies flat earth QAnon Pizzagate everything <gasps> So this and, is recent. This is recently, like this, in the last five, five years. six years. Yeah, and Holocaust oh, denier, boy. all that stuff. Oh and, no! And because this is this is when she, this was a big arc in her life. She loved and she loved, love, 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 loved Hitler, and because that's <laughs> and fuck? you can find. She would post these pictures of her photoshopped with Hitler, and it looks like 4chan crispy deep fried memes that people made. But no, oh, she posted no. them. She made them. And she, so, so she she wanted to convert to Judaism, but she never finished. Clearly, <laughs> like the course, and just decided to go the other way. Like, what if she? This is terrible. Like, what if she failed classes <laughs> that she was going to, and then like Hitler got mad, and then just became against the Jews. There's a good chance, apparently, like, like she has, yeah, like, like you require an 80% average in temple classes to pass, and she got, like, a 79, and they passed her, so she's like, fuck these people. Um, they failed her. Um, but oh, eventually, my on God. Her Twitter, she posted this picture of her as a slutty SS guard in front of oh Auschwitz my God. Uh, with a gun. And and then just starts talking so much how she loves Hitler. And then she got pregnant with her first daughter named Annabelle and posted a picture <gasps> of her baby dressed up as Hitler. <gasps> her like real baby, like her a baby that she baby, had? Her real baby dressed up as Hitler. <gasps> and, Goosebumps. And, I don't like it. And then, and also, Kimon gets pregnant again and keeps cuss. And when you watch her YouTube videos, she has custody of her kids. And I'll you can find some fucked up stuff on her YouTube that I'll tell you about in a little bit. Who's she um, having babies with? We're we're guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> I I had to look I felt so guilty. I had to look myself oh my in, in the mirror and, and it was just this like I was like, oh my god, how could well well <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm well like that was the first thing that I had thought of. I was like, who in their right mind? And I was like, I mean, men. But then also, <laughs> but like, um, who genuinely is having babies? Like, who is there one dude? Is Does she have two? I believe, I believe it's one dude uh, that is spread, spread across the two. And, like, there's even some fucked up stuff. Like, she was, like, uh, in, in the custody battle, like, she was she was texting she was texting him of, like, like and because she, she, you'll find in YouTube videos and all of her social media, she liberal liberal use of the n word. Oh, says all the time. And I, and I mean, was, of all the things, are we surprised? Yeah, and so and she was like claiming like you're dating those and 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 but she still uh. got the kids. But whatever. Eventually, she gets cast on Celebrity Big Brother UK. Oh, what the fuck? And because they didn't vet her at all. 
<laughs> no one Googled her, what she'd been doing for the past five years. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, but she was around for one night, one day in the oh Big Brother house. Oh, my God. Because once they announced it, everyone that knows who she was was like, get her off of the show now. And then Fucking ridiculous. they sent the Big Brother producers the pictures of her at Auschwitz. <laughs> and they're like, what? So and so they, they they call her to the diary room and they go like, "Hey, can you get the fuck out?" Oh but apparently they God. they had a they had a conversation in which she said that um, Hitler was a brilliant artist ahead of his time and that she has the <gasps> same dreams as Hitler, <gasps> which is great. Um, a role model. But I said um, so. A, a quick side note with between. Um, because one of my favorite, uh, it's it's on YouTube. It's it's um it's a story about a guy uh, named Terry Davis who was a schizophrenic um, programmer, and you get in. It's a beautiful story. You can find it uh, if YouTube Temple OS. It's like an hour and a half long documentary about mm-hmm. a very tragic story and mental illness and racism. It's like it's it's a thing. Like racism is. Uh, uh, a symptom of of mental sickness, and that's clearly what's going on with yeah. Tequila. But because it, it, when you go on her uh, when you go on her Twitter and Instagram, though, it's because she's an uh, evangelist now. So and she's super against the horrors of Hollywood, the pedophiles of Hollywood. Super, and now she's and she's super traumatized by she's traumatized by everything. Oh yeah, and seems she, like she, it. She describes her her Twitter her Instagram work as like, um, warfare prayer. Yep. Cause yeah. Cause it's just about like, I got that about, sense when you yeah. sent it to me. <laughs> yeah. It's about battling, <laughs> battling the demons and, and you can find crazy shit. But I think her YouTube's so good. Cause one of her most recent videos, she like really did some crazy makeup gemstones on her eye and like mm-hmm. and then kind of photoshopped and glossed over her face. And then it's just, um, it's just then it's just a video of the clouds in night vision above her, and she's just oh, like pointing no. at the clouds, and it's just saying like the like the dragon of hell is speaking to me. I don't like any and then of the this, next Jason. Just her with her kids, and it's like, uh... and her video you have to watch her videos because they're so fucked up. And she one video she got in trouble because she was trying to baptize the neighbor kids, <gasps> and there's a video of a grandma trying to get her grandkids away from Tila Tequila and Tila Tequila is just like you're a devil's agent I'm trying to save these kids and and, and she's like <gasps> oh. can you imagine being baptized in Tila Tequila's bathtub so yeah like those are the tears to to enjoy Tila Tequila if you just want a fun guilt-free time look at her old music videos yeah look at yeah music videos and her like old tv show like yeah have a, a shot at, a shot at love with tequila tequila a shot of love with tequila have like have just fun laugh at like the uh, early aughts um nostalgia if you want to go yeah. one layer deeper yeah and have and just look at her instagram it's tornado 10 yep. yeah and there's and there's just some gems because like I, like I was i was sending cat them all week of just like I, th- I think one is just like this warrior. It's just like this warrior woman, like blocking a fireball. And it's just like, this is, this is what it's like to be a woman of God in 2021. And I was like, damn, that's cat D. You sent that to me and I saw it and I was, I laughed so hard. I was like, wow, Jason, thank you. But I didn't realize that's <laughs> from Tila Tequila. It's crazy. And then on like that's the so final crazy. layer, cause it's, there are some dark videos of her on YouTube. It's Tornado Tian on YouTube. And it's very sad. And I have a lot of compassion and understanding. But it's just, I, I, I like these stories because I just love to see, I just find it so interesting, like the uh, how of celebrities, not even celebrities, of just like the, of people with malleable brains, like not like, mm. like, and this is like not, not her like mentally sick, but before when she was just like this, just shiny person that just had yeah. no, no idea what the fuck she was doing. And then just how yeah. she could take that and just how twisted you can, you can get 
and how you can share your darkness with people on YouTube and just like complete on the the complete lack of shame of it and just how much you can document your decline. I think that's the best. Yeah. I like it because it's just, you can document so perfectly uh, your own destruction. Yeah. It really is quite the spectacle. Mm. That's, that's exactly like, I think what it is, is that it's, because now it's like as much as you you can like look at it and be like that's ridiculous and like make fun of her and stuff like you are right in saying that it is mental illness and like a big symptom of being really mentally ill is is racism and like that's it's not funny it's just like terrible and the only reason why we get to talk about it is because she is a person who is quote-unquote in the public eye yeah. Or has a or, voice. Yeah, and, and it's just, yeah, it's I I don't know I I couldn't. It, it's such <sighs> a it's such a deep dive. But I think I did more out of tequila than I thought. I think I might. <laughs> I still think I might do a quick palate cleanser micro topic just to make things feel yeah. better. Do uh, it. I I fucking I love this guy so much. Let me just make sure I, I have his name correct. So I found okay. me and my friends after watching Godzilla versus King Kong. <gasps> oh my god, I watched it also. I had a good time. I liked it. Me too. I fucking love those movies. I love, I yeah, I loved it so much. Um, I didn't realize how much um, I really liked action movies, but apparently yeah. I do. Especially with Big Monkey. Especially with Big Monkey, Big Big Lizard. Also, how thick are those boys? Hugely thick. Although I saw a post about how absurd it is that you don't see Godzilla's dick at all. Yeah, what in one? I think in Kong Skull Island. When he stood up, I was I was fully expecting his dick, and then it wasn't there. Yeah, no dick. And I was like, and, and I was and like, I don't I know if say, I'm disappointed that they didn't include it, or disappointed that you I didn't get to it? see like a big gorilla. Because <laughs> they're also big like, gorilla dick. And also, if there's one bad thing about monkeys that I, and Kim, this this is gonna take me a lot to say. One thing mm-hmm. I don't like about a lot of chimps and baboons is I hate <gasps> their huge blown out ass asses. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I can they're imagine, dump trucks. Yeah, and but they're like this weird, like it literally looks like um like someone shot a cannonball at their ass, and it's just all blown out, and you're like, ew, and they just, and it's so hard and callous because that's what they sit on. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. Yeah, anyway, it's, it's yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So yeah. after we needed, uh, it, this was at like two in the morning. We were pretty blitzed, uh, and we're just watching this video, these this series on YouTube. You should check out Mark Lee. L-E-E? L-E-E. Mark Lee is, um, I guess you could call him a hentai animator, but probably not. Oh, Mark okay. Lee is, he is, um, he's a, uh, he's a deaf animator. And what he does, he does a lot of uh, gigantes fetish videos that are safe for work, more, more or less, on YouTube. <laughs> but what's so funny is because, but... Uh, the reason why I brought up the death is because in the in his gigantes gi- gigantes videos and or his furry mm-hmm. videos and all like the videos he makes, he his goal is to teach you ASL. Oh my god! And it's and his you and the, but it's so funny because I'm telling you, cat, because you watch these videos and it's like the most cursed like 3D uh, models of uh, of just like. Uh, gigantic monster women in bikinis stepping on people and eating people but with yeah. no sound <laughs> it's because, and like literally no sound and we watched an hour and a half of his videos oh in complete silence because there's no sound he, like that's not what he's doing there's literally no sound at all and oh my god and then but and then we were picking up like little ASL because he kept noticing like these a lot and like different things and then and he does That's videos so about because like, now his new thing he loves Wonder Woman, but he does a lot of dragon videos where it's just like a dragon mom eats him and then adopts him, and sometimes he puts himself, <laughs> and sometimes he edits himself into the videos, and he just gets Aww. eaten all the time. But oh then, but he's always just so happy, and then he just does like he signs at the he signs at the monsters, and they sign at him back, and he goes like, oh okay, then they eat him. Aww, so conflicting my emotions i know that's why that's and that's why i i really think you'd have a great time watching mark lee on youtube because and just because it's you get everything it's wholesome because he's just he's he's a very earnest guy 
who's just yeah. who, who who's so unashamed. He like he he likes giants. He likes furries. Mm-hmm. He wants to mm-hmm. animate and he wants to teach you ASL. And all of the things. Yeah, and he's not going to pretend that he can hear and put sound in it. No. And yeah, so that, that's just my quick palate cleanser. I think you'd love Barkley. That wow, thank you. I'm gonna. I will check out both of the things. I am a little worried about checking out Tila Tequila's YouTube uh, channel. I would like to watch clips of her old TV show again, just for the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But I will check it all out. Thanks, buddy. Good job, buddy. Thank you. Man, what a trip. <laughs> what a damn trip. I went. I went back in our chat to go look at the the photo you had sent because I I I was like. I, I went to go see if, if you had just screenshotted um, her post. So, like, I had just missed that it was from Tila Tequila. But, no, you had, like, I guess cropped it out or something. Oh, yeah, because I didn't even send you, like, photo. the captions. Because the captions are madness. Oh, my God. The, the captions no, you are just, just sent like, me the Tila photo. Tequila gospel. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember seeing one that I sent you. And I was like, this is, this is a lot. Okay, so I also did a very last minute topic because yeah, yeah. Th- things have been a little uh, crazy and our uh, mutual friend Connor actually gave me the idea to do this topic. He gave me a, a, a huge list of things and then I googled one of them and was like, that's the one. And I wrote all my notes 20 minutes before you called me. So Perfect. It's Easy real cover girl. Let's go. <laughs> it's really high school university Catherine coming out right now. So, what I'm going to talk about is the most expensive coffee in the world. Oh, the Civet coffee? Yeah. <laughs> the, co- the Civet coffee, the co- Kopi Luwak. Luwak? Yeah. Poopy. You know about it? Yeah. The Poopy coffee. I've always wanted to try it. I've also... I've, I do want to try it, but I also do not. Are you and a coward? I into... Have I been doing no, a podcast no, no. with a coward this whole time? <laughs> I said I would try it, but I tell you for moral reasons, I wouldn't buy it. Oh, but, but, okay. but, Yeah, yeah, I'll tell, I'll, 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 oh, I'll get fine. into it. Can I have it if I'm a bitch? Okay, I guess you'll let me know. Yeah, I guess I will. Okay, so it's called Kopi Luwak, which is, I guess, the Indonesian name of it. Otherwise, it's called Civet Coffee. And it's called that because it's coffee made from the defecated coffee cherries that the Asian palm civet eats, eats and then defecates. Mm -hmm. So this little like cat like animal in Asia eats the best, freshest, ripest, most tasty coffee cherries and then in the civet's body the coffee cherries get fermented because of like the gastric juices and the enzymes in the cat's body and then when they poop it out people go collect it and then brew it as coffee that's gonna be so many poops for one cup of joe yeah right i just like i just i the thing that i the reason why i wanted to find out i wanted to look into this topic was because like who who saw this happen and go I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to put hot water I'm going to put that in hot water and I'm going to drink it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, like who was the first guy? Yeah, cuz were they doing that? Yeah, cuz I'm trying to think like like were, were they like um was coffee a known thing before they had it or were they doing that before everyone else knew about coffee? Honestly, I wish that the if I feel like if I dug in deeper, it it would have I would have found out maybe. But I know that like coffee had to have already been a thing. I'd hope so. Yeah, coffee already. Coffee has been around since uh, six hundred or eight hundred A.D. I recently found this fact out. That's great. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So coffee's been around a long, long time. Um. So I I imagine that coffee came first and then people saw the cat eating the coffee cherries and was like what if we try that (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna collect 500 of those grind them into a fine powder pour them through a filter piece of paper and then drink it and then drink it 
And then slurp it up to wake me up in the morning. <laughs> and then add three sugars and four creams to it. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, it's mostly, it mostly comes from Indonesia, but then other um, Asian countries do it. So like there's some in the Philippines. And in, in the Philippines, it's called cape motit. Cape is coffee. Cape motit? Cape motit. Um, cape so is this, coffee? Uh, yeah. Cool. So because of its like popularity or its like um rarity all that stuff this has obviously led to like intensive farming of the little of the little palm civet cats yeah <sighs> so um yeah like the palm civets are left in battery cages and are force fed the cherries oh fuck it no never. i know oh, i know exactly yeah so like when it's when it's like hot when it's like produced and like harvested and it's not just like coming from the wild or like ethically quote-unquote ethically sourced then that's how that happens like the the same way that like chickens are in cages you know Mm -hmm. so yeah so like when they're in the cages they're isolated and they obviously have poor diets and they're small cages and then they have high mortality rates like all of the things that come go along with keeping an animal in like a cage i know um so it's the most expensive coffee in the world. And these are the stats that I got from the Wikipedia page. It might not be exactly correct in like 2021, but it's like there. It gave me two figures. So 100 US dollars per kilogram of this coffee, if it's farmed. So like the animals in the cages, if it's from the wild, then $1,300 per kilogram. Right? Holy Isn't that crazy? Shit! I th- that's like I thought, and most would be like a hundred. Yeah. No. 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 Thirteen hundred dollars, and this was who even knows how long this was? Because then is I just have for another figure. Rich assholes. Oh yeah, I have another there's figure. There's not enough animal that... suffering in my coffee. Right. Um. There's another figure that's like selling between two uh, hundred and twenty dollars to eleven hundred dollars per kilogram in 2010. So this was eleven years ago. Um. So the process of how this happens is the po- the little palm civet cat apparently only chooses the most ripe, the most delicious of the coffee cherries, the most flawless of the coffee cherries, eats it, and then its digestive enzymes and gastric juices permeate through the endocarp of the coffee cherry and then breaks down the storage proteins, which then yields shorter peptides. <laughs> Gotta get gotta this, shorten those peptides. <laughs> and then this alters the composition of amino acids and impacts the aromas of the coffee. So it's kind of like like the way that it like it literally is fermenting in the in the cat's uh digestive tract. And like with anything that we from uh that is fermented, it's breaking down the the thing more before you like consume it so with like sourdough bread because it's fermented apparently it's a little bit better for you because it um because like carbs in general when you when you have a lot of carbs especially like white carbs when you have them in your body it takes a little bit longer to break them down but when you eat sourdough bread because some of that broken breaking down process has already happened through natural bacteria from the fermentation it's a little bit better for you It's like pre-broken down. So that, I guess, is the point of do like eating or drinking the coffee out of a cat's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Why wouldn't you? (laughs) Why wouldn't you? You're like, hey, it's half the job is done already. Might as well. You want me to take an extra? Want me to take that extra hour of digestion? No, put it in that cat's ass. No, no, no. Get it through. It's like two filters: the cat and then the paper filter. Um, so the Specialty Coffee Association of America states the the general consensus within the industry is that it just tastes bad. <laughs> that the coffee is shit. Really? Literally shit. What? Yeah. I, yeah. I, oh, so, okay. I heard. I only heard that it's magnificent. I know. That's what I thought too. I was like, because like people have to have. There has to be a reason as to why people are like buying this coffee and like it's still a thing because it has to taste good right apparently apparently no so a coffee uh uh pro compared coffee and said that the lua coffee sold um was mostly just sold or was 
of value because of its story and not because of its quality. Yeah. And, and I think of the coffees he tasted, it was like he ranked it third. Okay. I, I believe it. And also, it's, um, I can't remember what vodka brand it was. It might have been Grey Goose, but just so we don't get sued, I'm going to say it's not Grey Goose. I'm going to make that <laughs> uh, There was a vodka brand that's super common now, and it was just like a regular pretty good vodka, nothing special. And uh-huh. it was never selling. It was doing terrible. No one was buying it at all. And it was like that for years and years and years until mm-hmm. uh, like the, the guy who was making it was just like, all right, fuck it. Then put it to like $120 a bottle. Then bam, it started selling amazing. So it's not even like it was. It's worth one hundred and twenty dollars. No, they the, just changed making, the price. Giving it that price is what made it sell. Like, like he, like they, he gave it this astronomical. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Fuck you, price. And that's when it started selling like crazy it's because people just wow. wanted to buy an insanely overpriced thing. Yep. I I have a little I have a little uh, tidbit about that. So yeah. So one of the only positives that I read about this coffee was that it's a little it's a little bit more smooth than regular coffee because like regular coffee is a little bit more uh, it can tend to be acidic that's but this that, one because yeah, it's that's what i yeah, heard because, it says it's the least acidic coffee you can get yeah so because it's already been broken down and all of the work has been done for you and it's been like super fermented by literally the things that your body breaks uses to break down stuff um it's it's a little bit more of a smoother cup of coffee. And I think the other thing I read was that someone was just kind of like, it just kind of tastes like dirty water. Ah. And I was like, isn't that coffee though? But... <laughs> <laughs> um, so many have tried to replicate it without um, using a cat by um, by like a different fermentation process or uh, doing it like in an enzyme soak, but I think it hasn't been that successful or it's just like not the same. People don't care if it's not, if it literally didn't come out of a cat's ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> so small production quantity and labor involved contribute to the coffee's high cost. So obviously because you have to have, you have to have like an animal who then has to pick like the coffee cherries, um, especially like in the wild, like if, if you're not farming the cats and 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 doing that pro- like a farming process then obviously if you get the more natural wild kind then you have to find a cat that um is picking the the best cherries and then like is also a healthy cat so that when the when it poops it out it's like a good quality of the coffee and the poop mm. i guess i feel so naive. So yeah this all contributes to the <laughs> this all contributes to the cost i just i feel so naive i like uh like i didn't think that they were factory farming the cats at all because i mean like of course I, I, they are you I, know I, but you i i just i think i granted like i don't think about civet coffee all the time but like oh yeah like yeah, when yeah. i pictured it <laughs> i just pictured them frolic frolicking around the the gumdrop forest eating whatever they wanted and then these guys would just like go like ooh and pick up their poop just following them it. around i didn't yeah. assume like they just cattle prod them into cages and go eat yeah i think at the beginning it was like that <laughs> so there's that <laughs> yay um yeah so the animals when they're uh farming they're suffering and in the battery cages and then they obviously leads to like the abnormal behavior in the animal where it's like pacing and then it loses its fur like shit like that um one of the last sentences i wrote was a man named tony wilde who is the uh, coffee executive uh, responsible for bringing Kopi Luwak to the Western world, no longer supports it due to the animal cruelty. And his quote is, cut that shit out. <laughs> I like it. You could change your ways. You could change your ways. You could be like, I just, I like, I think that he had the same thing as you where he was like, wow, look, look, look at this like new way of, um, consuming coffee. Like, let me bring it to the Western world. And then people lost their minds over it. And then they started putting the cats and the animals in cages. And then he goes, no, no, no. We were just supposed to like pick them up when we found them and not like chase after the animals. Yeah. All magic from um, animals comes from violence. Kumail Nanjiari had, had a really good bit on it in one of, in his special beta mail. Like growing up, growing up in Pakistan, it was like, um, it was like in, in, around his area, it was like a tradition for birthday parties for little kids. They would have uh, a little monkey that would come to birthday parties who would ride like a tricycle. 
and people would sing like a, a Pakistani happy birthday song. And then he'd, yeah. and he'd just think like, how did they get that monkey to do that? Through violence. <laughs> through violence. Through, um, yeah, through coercion. Yeah. It, it, only, it only Dolph... Like only like dolphins and whales will give you like free magic out in on the out in the wild. Everything else, if it's it's through pain. <laughs> um. So the ref, uh, the thing that I was gonna reference when you had said like rich people just um buying the most expensive thing because it is expensive in the movie The Bucket List with <laughs> that's a default. <laughs> With Morgan Freeman and Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Just them two, right? I mean, there are other people in it, yeah, obviously, but it's, my, they're the main ones. I want to say that there was a third guy, but I think it's just the two. Yeah, right? I think it's so just the in two. That, in that movie, Jack Nicholson plays a really rich man. And in the movie, he's talking about, like, he's drinking a cup of Kopi Luwak. And he's like, this is the best coffee in the world. It costs the most. It's so delicious. It's so smooth. And then Morgan Freeman's like... That's poop coffee. They get they it's it's coffee made from the poop of a of a little Asian cat, and uh, Jack Nicholson is like, what? What? <laughs> what? So yeah, that that's it. That's that was um my really easy slut uh, sad coffee story. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, the thing I was going to ask you, so like you had asked me, I was going to ask you if you would try it uh, in general. So like, say, say it was ethically sourced. It was ethically sourced. Somebody else bought it for you so that you don't have to spend $1,300 for a cup of coffee. If it really, if it was like my fantasy version where they're, they're just in the wild, like it was like they forged it, like the animals are mm-hmm. in captivity and they're not relying on it. They're just like, oh, we have enough. So like, like if some rich guy pay like, hey, this costs a hundred thousand dollars for me yeah. to give you this cup of coffee, I would yeah. love to try it. Me too. Me too. I would only do it then. Like if he, if a rich person brought us to Indonesia, to where the little cats live, and then we watch the guys like, we see that the little cats are roaming free, and then we watch <laughs> the guys go pick up the poop and then bring it to the thing and then they and then they make the coffee and then we drink it i'm fine with it then uh, clearly if that if that happens clearly one of us is is meant to be the sex slave this <laughs> is gonna be sold into trafficking then like we're the, the time we're like on, we're on his private jet flying to indonesia we're like trying to pick up vibes like who are you after are you after me or cat because one of us isn't coming back <laughs> One of us is being left in that Indonesian like, jungle. Like, like, like cut to you're back on the plane with like a, with like a civet and I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, this is quite the picture that I painted. Yeah. But yeah, our, um, you our you, you uh, copy. What? You, you'd make do. You'd have a great time with this event on the way back. You'd forget about me by the time you, you, like you're flying over Africa. I would be. I would be whispering to the little cat. I would name him after you, and then I would be like, "I'm glad I saved you," and then just ignoring the fact that you got left there. <laughs> I, like even though Jason could have come back, I'm glad I gave the ticket to you. <laughs> but yeah, that's um um. So if there are any Kopi Luwak. Uh, sugar daddies out there um our instagram is <laughs> at yseo podcast yseo podcast so uh so, uh, that's your topic that's pretty much my topic good, i just wanted job, to talk buddy. about a i liked little, it a little thanks <laughs> yeah, I, I think i'm if i uh, to be completely candid with the audience maybe like mm-hmm. maybe that, that could be a direction we go to like not everything has to be the fucking hour and a half long epic <laughs> tale of sadness no it doesn't have to be maybe it could maybe it's i i i love that you did this because maybe, maybe we don't have to make it so hard on ourselves sometimes no maybe we don't have to like emotionally scar ourselves just to come out with like a, a product you know yeah i think we've talked about this before um when it comes to like artists and um Oh, no, it wasn't us. I was listening to the Layered Butter podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was listening to the Layered Butter podcast. Shout out to you guys. Um, and they were talking about whether or not, like, 
directors and actors and stuff what like suffering for their art and if it's worth it for the end product yeah how do you feel because i i don't know if i've ever spoken to you about it it's 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 hard to say it's it's an unanswerable question but um uh i, I float around there's um i would say yes it's okay but i don't it's it's yeah it's 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 in it's in the deepest of the gray zones because yes it's okay because it's their life and their art is their art their work is their work and uh there's um i mentioned before in the friend cast but that spent stand-up special uh randy writes a novel he does he does like 20 minutes on on the tortured artist and just what what that means and because the puppet guy hmm the puppet guy yeah (laughs) the (laughs) when i was listening to my puppet material (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, it, yeah, it's just, um, I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't answer it because uh, sometimes it's totally not okay. Sometimes I think it's totally okay. It's, it's just a yeah. sad. It's, it's just person to person, and it's yeah. if you, but the, where it gets fucked up is like a lot of people just relish in it, and some people like mm-hmm. feel like you like need glorify to tor- it. Yeah, like you need to torture yourself to have the art some yeah like, like some artists are just naturally just tortured souls and but some mm-hmm. just like, but some just like like I, I i've known enough and i've been the sad art boy that just like just jerk off to my own sadness and just, ugh, it's, the fuck, it's, it's the fucking worst yeah 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 no me too me too like <sighs> yeah i agree with you it is a hard it's a hard thing to say, and I don't think it's as easy as being like, no, everyone should only be happy making making art because that's not true mm. of human emotions and, like, how we process things. But it is hard. Like, I don't think – you're right in saying that, like, it's not needed and people sh- – it shouldn't be, like, forced upon people to get, like, a performance out of them. Like, that's – but and, that's crossing but it, a line yeah, sometimes. It, uh, but and but sometimes it is the thing like there's like uh it, and but with some people if they weren't if they weren't such destructive people would they have done the things that would they have done the work that they had done no yeah it's just yeah life is crazy baby <laughs> and on that note Jason, where can they find you on the social media? They can find me at B-R-U-D-D-A-H-O-U-L-E. Brotohool. At Brotohool at Instagram. Katy, where can they find you? They can find me at It's Catherine Ram on Instagram and literally anything else. Perfect. And yeah, and of course, check out the podcast uh, at YCO. And this has been a it, we are we saved our moods. It was it's, we started down, but now we're yeah we're, yeah we're in pretty good. We're we're in an okay spot now. I definitely feel a lot better after talking to you, which is nice. I feel I feel a lot better now too. So I yeah. think we should ride ride this high, and I think that will be it for this episode. Bye, buddy. Bye, buddy.